Wow. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Rosie Day's podcast. If you're new here, my name is Rosie Sarah, and I'm so happy that you're here. It's a little overcast here in Dallas, Texas, so she's comfy, she's cozy, she's sipping on Vice's bubbly rose. All thanks to our wonderful sponsor, The Vice Wines. Please, please, please check them out at thevicewine.com. All right. You guys liked when I mentioned the Geneva app on episode one, so I'm going to try to put you on to other game changers in each episode. On this one, I'm recommending Peer Space, which is where I found the amazing Hello Studios, where I've been recording lately. Amazing views, downtown Dallas, highly recommend, Everett, Kay, they're amazing. Um, Y'all, Peer Space has been an absolute life changer for me as a content creator because I've been able to find a variety of studios, not only for like photo shoot studios, but podcast studios where I can record the podcast, of course, but also create batch content for brands and whatnot. So this is not sponsored at all. I just love peer space. So I'll make sure to add it in the show notes if you're at all interested. Now, I want to debrief on episode one where I had a thought-provoking conversation with the one and only Sydney Jasmine. First of all, it's so, so good. If you haven't listened to it, highly recommend. She shares a wealth of knowledge on the Grateful Girl Syndrome. Um, And actually, I want to edit the title to say Grateful Girl and or guy syndrome, because we got to be inclusive, okay? Um, She talks about vibration frequency, the scale of consciousness, and manifesting happiness by rewiring your mind. Second of all, um, (laughs) y'all, I am so sorry for the weird audio situation in the last episode and the amount of times that I repeated myself. (laughs) Your girl is very much learning big time. So thank you for cutting me some slack. And we have to view this through rose colored glasses or, you know, I wouldn't be following my own advice. (laughs) So if you haven't listened to episode one, have fun with it, make it a drinking game out of the amount of times that I say tap into or let's dive in or dive into. (laughs) I'm sure there's other things that I've repeated. So thank you guys. Um, I'm going to be for real. (laughs) I'm going to be for real. I had so much trouble editing this episode. Also, sorry, I'm getting random ass text messages right now. And I, I have my iPad in front of me. For some reason, I can't turn off the ringer. But, um, yes, I was having so much trouble with editing this episode. I let my anxiety break me during the editing process. So it got to the point where I really couldn't publish it on the date I promised. So I had to step away, take a breather, reconnect with the reason why I'm doing this in the first place, which is really for me to learn and grow, step out of my comfort zone and challenge my limiting beliefs. And so the more I do it, the more comfortable I get. But bear with me. Thank you for your patience for this solo episode to finally publish. You guys are the real MVPs. Okay, so before we dive into our suggested topics, I actually want to share a little bit of my story because I think it ties into a lot of the different topics that um, were suggested. 
So as some of you may know, or maybe you don't, I recently had the opportunity to be interviewed by a fellow blogger, People Globally. So during the interview, I had the chance to uh, reflect on my roller coaster of a journey um, and the challenges that I've faced. So I'm excited to share it with you. I'm going to start reading my blog response because it was like a written situation. So I'm going to read that just so we can stay on track. All right, here we go. When I was just seven years old, my family and I left Venezuela and embarked on a new life in America. The transition was overwhelming as I not only had to adapt to a different culture, but also learn a completely new language. During those critical years of my development, I faced the challenge of finding my place in this unfamiliar world and merging my Venezuelan roots with my new American identity. It was a daunting task, as I often found myself in uncomfortable situations due to my shyness and fear of making mistakes caused by the language barrier. These limiting beliefs held me back, but little did I know that embracing discomfort would become the most transformative experience of my life. I learned to push myself beyond my comfort zone and actively seek connections with others. I immersed myself in situations that I perceived as uncomfortable, determined to overcome my fears and prove to myself that I could succeed. Looking back, I was simply following my incredible parents' footsteps as they fearlessly faced the unknown for a better future. And you know what? That willingness to take action, no matter the circumstances, became my greatest teacher. This journey of facing my fears has rewarded me with a life that I find incredibly fulfilling. I graduated with honors, achieved my career goals, and had the privilege of working and modeling for brands that I deeply admire. But more than that, I had the opportunity to meet extraordinary people who had enriched my life in countless ways. I share this with you because I believe in the power of facing our fears and embracing the unknown. Life's challenges can be daunting, but they also hold immense potential for growth and personal fulfillment. I've learned firsthand that by taking action and stepping out of our comfort zones, we can create a life that surpasses our wildest dreams. All right, now that you know a little bit about me, let's move into today's topics. By the way, thank you guys so much for submitting your suggestions. You have no idea how much it means to me for you to be engaged with the podcast, seriously. So one of the topics that resonated with many of you is self-confidence and self-worth. Also, retweet. Like, same. <laughs> when I think about self-confidence, I really think about two key factors. So the first one being your internal dialogue. Being self-aware of your thoughts is so important when building self-confidence. Um, so actually, that brings to mind this quote that one of my favorite Instagram pages, We The Urban, posted recently that I resonated with. And it says, the way that you talk to yourself can really change your world. And there is so much truth in that. Our self-talk has an incredibly, incredibly profound impact on how we perceive ourselves and our abilities. So if you are constantly just like bashing yourself, you're not only just lowering your vibe, literally, but also you're not believing in yourself. So the way that you talk to yourself is so important. So if you ever catch yourself or your thoughts, try to flip them to something positive or something that encourages you or empowers you. So that's the first one. Second one is facing your fears, obviously. So the story that I just mentioned is a great 
example of facing your fears through exposure therapy, which is an absolute game changer. So really taking action and confronting those things or situations that bring up feelings of fear and discomfort in a positive way is essential when building self-confidence and self-worth. So it's really all about pushing these limitations that we set for ourselves and proving that we are capable of achieving what we desire. So I want to share a little quick story that captures the essence of all of this. So going into college, I had no idea, no idea. (laughs) literally no fucking clue what I was doing. Um, But I knew that I wanted to make my parents proud, obviously for their sacrifices to move to America and all of that. So I, I had set high expectations for myself. Anyway, I, so I wanted to get as many internships and gain as much experience as possible before I graduated. And at first I told myself, there's no fucking way that I could accomplish all of this while juggling school, uh, working, Greek life, and a whole bunch of other like leadership affiliations. But I came to the realization that these were simply just excuses, (laughs) first of all, excuses and self-imposed limitations. So I decided to take action. I went to the career fairs, I interviewed, I secured the internships that I told myself were impossible to get. I literally did it all. And I didn't let those negative thoughts define me. That's the most important thing. I proved to myself that I was capable of achieving the goals that I set for myself and the high standards and the high expectations. So this is really just one example. And also keep in mind, you might set high expectations for yourself, or maybe they are a little too ambitious. But the more you expose yourself to these positive situations, the more comfortable you get. So don't beat yourself up if the first time around is not perfect because it happens. It has happened to me. So don't beat yourself up. Give yourself grace. So this is really just one example, but the essence of all of this is that really by taking action and continuously stepping out of your comfort zone, you're not only contradicting those limiting beliefs that you're putting onto yourself, but also closing the gap between the person that you are now and the person that you aspire to be. Now, I want to address another topic that kind of falls under this umbrella, self-confidence and comparison as a content creator. Now, this is a little bit different because I feel like building self-confidence like as a human being is one thing, but then building self-confidence as a content creator where there's like much more room for criticism and judgment and like external validation, all of that. So it's a whole nother beast. And so really, as I started taking content creation seriously this year, I quickly realized that Building self-confidence required getting really comfortable with the extremely uncomfortable and pushing through the awkward faces, pushing through the cringe, you know, it's going to be cringy. You're going to have to edit your content and hear yourself and watch the videos or whatever that you make. So it's going to be cringy at first, but if that is what is helping you get closer to the ultimate vision that you have of yourself, 
then just keep on doing it. And it's really important to remember that everyone has a different journey. So as it relates to comparison, comparing yourself to other creators can really be, uh, you're kind of setting yourself up for self-doubt and insecurity. Um, it might bring a lot of that up. Okay. Instead, try to focus on your own growth, your own development, your own progress, and celebrate your unique talents and perspectives. You have to make sure that you recognize your authenticity and what makes you so special in this world. So remember that. Say you start, you know, comparing yourself to another creator. Use that as inspiration rather than letting negative thoughts take over. So say you find a content creator and you think to yourself, oh, I'll never have the impact that they have or, oh, I'm not as good as them or whatever. Just recognize that these are limiting core beliefs like I'm not good enough or I don't belong and they subconsciously hinder you from literally living your best life. Okay. So give yourself grace, be gentle with yourself when you make mistakes or you face difficulties or challenges as a content creator and treat yourself with the same kindness and support as you would to a friend. Building self-confidence is an ongoing habitual process And it takes time and effort. So I want to share a workbook with you guys that helped me process my core beliefs and limitations. So it's called the Self-Confidence Workbook. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) I'll add the Amazon link in the show notes for you guys to check it out. (sighs) Lots to cover today, y'all. Let's shift gears and talk about another suggested topic, which was maintaining friendships as an adult. Okay, so I'm in my late 20s. <laughs> Sad. I, I like need to take a drink to that. So Vice's Bubbly Rosé break. Um, Alright, so the older I get, the more I realize our lives become so, so fucking busy. Everyone's getting married. Everyone's having babies. Everyone's pregnant. Everyone's focused on careers. And it can be really hard to, to nurture and maintain friendships, honestly. So in order to do that, you have to be intentional and put in the effort. But, you know, it's important to prioritize quality time. You have to have open lines of communication, whatever it, that means for you, whether it's texting or FaceTime calls on the reg or whatever. And you have to support each other unconditionally. That is so important. I mean, also, we're, we live in fucking 2023, you guys. Tech has made it so much easier to stay connected with friends, even if we're, you know, physically apart. So set up fe- FaceTime dates, uh, set up group chats, uh, social media, also amazing. Okay. Reply to their stories, stay engaged. They're so so many ways to maintain a sense of closeness and share experiences together despite the distance. So friendships also evolve over time and that is completely normal. As we go through different stages of life, our interests change, our priorities change, and even our like locations change, okay? 
it's so important to embrace these changes and keep in mind that some friendships can adapt with you, but not all of them do. So some friends may even distance themselves as you continue to grow. And I actually recently came across a TikTok by Nana Del Biz. I think that's her her handle. And she articulated the dynamics of outgoing friendships in a very interesting way. So essentially, she shares her personal experience and insights on why certain friendships may not grow with us, depending on, you know, we're elevating our energies and our vibrational frequencies and all this stuff. So it really ties into episode one, really good. Um, But I'll add the audio to it if I have the skills (laughs) to add a TikTok audio to this podcast. So I'm going to try that. And if it works, that's a high five for me, (laughs) a pat in the back for me. Right, so you want to know who your real friends are. Start a business. You don't even need to start a business to understand this concept. It could just be that you're working on self-growth. So two years ago, I started my self-growth journey. A year ago, I started my business. And this is in my life where I saw the most like dropping off of like friends I always thought were going to be in my life because some of my lifelong friends continue and some of my lifelong friends just boom, gone. So like my theory is that usually but not all the time, friends see each other on the same level. Like you guys are equals. And then when someone grows, that's when you know the feelings of jealousy or envy or happiness and support come into play. The person who's like working on themselves and excelling in life, it's an internal journey, right? Like you do this because you're your biggest competition. But some, not all of your friends, are not gonna see it that way. They're gonna take it as like, you think you're better than them, you're selfish, you're changing up on them, and that's not the case. The second I feel that aura change in a relationship, like I know that's not a real friend, like it sucks because I only would be genuinely happy for someone growing, but not everyone will be happy for your growth. Okay, so this is a perfect segue into the last topic, which is how to heal from a friendship breakup. Ah, I hate to hear that, you know, like that is so difficult. First of all, it depends on the situation because, you know, sometimes it's like a friendship breakup for the better, but maybe you feel lighter because that person was not really making a positive impact in your life or maybe it was a really sad breakup because you're not compatible, but you have to give yourself time to forgive and you have to let go. Prioritize self-care, take, you know, have a moment, surround yourself with a supportive system that makes you feel happier and just like uplifts your spirits. Although it's going to be a painful experience um just think about it as a learning lesson that friendship breakups or even dating breakups can lead to personal growth and new beginnings so give yourself grace please also it's okay if some friendships just naturally drift apart or come to an end it's life it happens people come and go but you have to remember that not all friendship breakups have to be forever and that that person may come back into your life at some point if if you want them to of course like you don't have to you don't have to have them back in your life but it's totally up to you to bring them back into your life if you want to um and people grow at their own pace so give yourself grace Give them the benefit of the doubt. Cut them slack too. Wow. We have covered a lot. So I hope you found this episode super helpful. 
and took some good actionable advice from the things that I mentioned. But to close things off, I'm going to share a few life updates with y'all. So first update, we're moving to Florida. Oh my gosh, I'm going to miss Dallas so much, you guys, especially our amazing little Dallas family that we have built here. Oh, I'm going to miss them so much. And oh my gosh, the food, 1000%. If you've been following me for a while, you know Foxtrot Market has me on a chokehold. So I don't know what the fuck I'm going to (laughs) do. with myself now that I don't have Foxtrot Fridays with my Fruit Loop matchas. Um, but I'm going to have to find an alternative in Orlando or I can like remake the recipe or something. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. Also, second update, we're traveling somewhere fun this summer to celebrate my incredible husband's 30th birthday. I'll leave this one as a mystery and let your imagination wander until our next episode, which leads me to my final point. So many exciting topics coming. Wow. Episode three uh, will be with my amazing friend and PR queen, Alicia Johnson, where we're going to talk about navigating chat where we're going to talk about navigating change and changing career paths. So stay tuned for that. And then I'm hoping to record with the one and only Stacey Mendes, aka Mental Space with Stace. She's not only the most beautiful therapist ever, um, she's also brilliant. So we are going to dive into the highly requested topic of imposter syndrome. And we are probably going to hopefully dive into, oh my God, triggered, drive into, ah, Um, we're probably going to dive into some of the like technical aspects of core beliefs, cognitive behavioral therapy, exposure therapy, stuff like that. So I think we're going to have like ongoing segments with her. So if you have any topic ideas, uh, regarding mental health, let me know, baby. So stay tuned for those. And yeah, that wraps up today's episode of Rosie Day's podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining me on this journey of self-discovery and growth. Remember, facing your fears, building self-confidence, and maintaining friendships are an ongoing process that require patience, effort, and willingness to embrace the unknown. So if you enjoyed this episode, please, 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 Don't forget to subscribe. If you have a second, leave a review. Share it with your peeps. We love your support. It truly means the world to me. And I'm so excited to continue bringing new, inspiring content and conversations to you. So before we part ways, I want to leave you with a little quote, a little inspo quote. Remember that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So go out there, take the leap of faith, create the life that exceeds your wildest dreams. You're capable, you're worthy, and you have the power to make a difference, baby. Sending you all the love today and always. Ciao. Love y'all.